We're at the studio podcast. Studio corner podcast with the guest. Yeah. Do you, do you already it. have a Do you already have a thing? No, song? that's it. That's okay, the one. That's it. That's okay, the cool. One. Yeah. That's the actual intro. Actually, if you go back, <laughs> that's, uh, me. that's what you hear at the beginning of every yeah. episode. You someone right? back in time recorded that and put it in all your previous episodes. You know what's great is oh, I yeah. pressed record like literally the millisecond before you started doing that. Yeah. So I have that no, now. Lucky you. Lucky you me. You use that. Yeah. I want. Uh, royalties though yeah for all the millions of dollars that is going <laughs> yeah, to make tight tight Dude, that's, that's gonna be the like the page. song of a generation right there it is because you know? i'm a musician i think we both know that's why you had me because <laughs> i have the voice of an angel and uh let's talk music <laughs> if angels sound like you i want to go to hell that's messed up dude it's deep i'll follow you i'll follow you to hell <laughs> <laughs> to sing with this went a lot of voice. Welcome to the Studio Corner Podcast, Logan. <laughs> Thank you, dude. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having You've me. You've only been on one other time, huh? Yes. Damn, that was a long time ago. That was like the OG. That episodes. was a while ago. Yeah. I've done so many changes to the show and gone right back to where we were. Dude, <laughs> 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 made a big circle. Dude, started filming. Oh, yeah. I put posters up. I did no, all that you stuff. were filming. No. Were you filming when no, I was? No, we just did that. Uh, I did this oh, segment yeah, where the, just the video end. at the end. And okay. you farted really loud. Yeah. Yeah. Really set the really set the tone one. for what we do Dude. here. <laughs> That's what I do. I'm here to set set the tone, baby. So that was at the beginning of your comedy career. Yes, well, it's still the beginning, but well, the beginning of like beginning. performing, like you had just started performing. Yeah. What is now, Tell dude? Me everything. And and now <laughs> we're two years in, and it still sucks. Well, well, now there's no comedy, which is dumb. There, like. How has that affected me? I'm asking questions now. You ask the questions. That's for a conversation. But so as far as like gigs go for music, how has that affected you? Is it like, is anything happening? Oh, no, dude, nothing. Yeah. I actually had a gig. So we went on lockdown like what, March 18th? Something like that, yeah. March 17th or 18th was mandatory lockdown, right? Yeah. Places were closed down before, of course, and like people weren't going out. But like that day and I, it was, I had a show March 21st. Dang, that sucks. And it was, it was definitely a new experience because it got canceled, obviously. But leading up to it, like trying to promote it, like everyone's super scared about this unknown virus, blah, blah, blah. blah. And like I'm over here trying to get people to come to a fucking brewery to watch me play. Oh, so yeah. like it was weird because like, I felt guilt, you know, like regardless. But I'm like, I got to play my show. I don't want to play to nobody. Yeah. And uh, you, I, got, I definitely got this vibe that like I was the bad guy. Oh, yeah. Like people were kind of like this asshole every yeah, time they saw like a post. <laughs> I feel like at that point, though, it wasn't too... Like, people were still skeptical about how serious it was. Oh, yeah. People, you know what were, I mean? people were telling me they're still coming. Yeah. But it, it was like four people. <laughs> yeah, that's like... Because that's around the time me and Morgan were planning our first like stand-up show that we were putting on. I do remember And it was like a month that. out, and we were just about to start promoting it, and then everything got canceled. We're like, should we cancel this? Because even though stuff was canceled, we're like, will we be back by then? And that was like April, like... April 15th or something was yeah. when the show was supposed to be. We're like, we'll probably be back by then, but let's cancel it just so we have a full month to promote. And now it's like three months later and we're still not out really. Well, There's still the, no comedy going on. Now that things on. are like slowly opening up, you know, and they have like these rules regarding like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Occupancy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know anything about the music clubs or the comedy. I haven't really kept up with that. I imagine that's going to be like the last thing to open up yeah. if it does for probably another year. But so for you as like, you know, put, like you said, putting on an independent show like that, is that something you actually think you can pull off now that things are opening up? Uh, I, it, it's going to be, we're going to have to wait and see. Cause out here I have no clue what it's going to be like at all. So I'm definitely going to wait yeah. uh, to see if I can try and pull it off. If we do, it would definitely have to be something smaller. 
Um, so what what does that look like? Where are you? What is the what does that look like? The actual show itself. That's the thing, because before we were gonna do it at a bar where they're like, you're trying to get people in to get drinks and stuff, uh, and they're like, oh, could you get like 50 people here at least? And we're like, yeah, we could probably do that. And then now it's like, could, are we even allowed to have that many people? How many people do you does the bar want us to get? How many people like for it to be profitable for them? Do they just not want to have any kind of show? So it's like the venue is going to be very tricky to try and find so, out. So adjusting with uh, and adapting with the whole situation, would you guys consider like doing it on someone's property? We were thinking about doing that. So right now, um, well, when we're looking, homie. <laughs> yeah, you do have you do have the perfect setup Just, for it. Anyway, go ahead. Which go ahead. is uh, no, we were thinking about doing something like if we go to. Um, when we get our next place, we don't want to get an apartment. We want to rent a house with okay. a yard so we could do something like that, like a, a backyard comedy show. Yeah, like the one that we had gone to. Yeah. That guy was kicking to, ass. Yeah. Was that, that was, yeah, you went to Kyle's show. Yeah. Yeah. Kids in the Yard. Yes. That was a great show. He know. puts on great shows. How do you get so. that many people there? I don't It's even bigger now. And How he do you just do gets, that? I think he just, you know, started getting it, got started to get some big names in there. He, uh, do you know who Josh Wolf is? Mm-mm. Uh, he's a comedian. He's really funny. But uh, Kyle, I think, helps produce his uh, podcast. Oh, so you know what? I know exactly bigger, who he is. That's right. Yeah, he That's has some right. like bigger name comedians from that, I think. And then just Kyle's a funny guy. So he can Network. Just, you know, yeah. Network. Yeah. So we had to get some like really funny people there. Some people want to go check it out. People want to get on it. So it's like there's the show. People want to get on, so they'll go. People. He's like just a nice guy who's like really friendly. So it makes yeah. you want to just go to check it out. And then it's a funny show. So you're not like forcing yourself to go. Because there's a lot of times you're like, someone asks you to go and you're like, I got to go watch this trash comedy show, whatever. Well, I mean, you get that a lot, right? Yeah. But, you know, with someone like him, he's obviously not putting on a bad show. Yeah. And it's free and it's actually fun. uh, So, yeah, I guess he just built it up and kept consistently having good shows. It's free, huh? Yeah. It's purely just to get exposure. um, You could buy, they have like jungle juice every time and you could buy like... Certain amount for a cup. It's yeah. pretty cheap. But who would have thought that he was doing the future before anyone else was doing it? Yeah, I know. But that's that's still show. Show is still not back. Um, oh, that's even pretty though close it's in But yeah, so I'm thinking they'll come back soon with maybe some rules. But I don't. I you can't I mean, do is it open illegal? mics out. I don't know. I I don't think you have that many people in a yard. I think uh, I don't know for sure though. But I mean, comedy's not even back out here in in Vegas. They they started having some shows like actual shows, yeah. but I think there's some social distancing rules where you know the with the occupancy, but they're having open mics too. I think they just had started to have them like last week. Yeah, which is cool. I kind of want to drive go up there. check that out, but at the same time, I'm like I'm I don't want to drive not Vegas. <laughs> go to Vegas for an open mic? Are you kidding me? Hopefully they'll come back out here. They've also been having Zoom comedy shows. Yeah, a buddy of mine was telling me a little bit about it. I was kind of confused, but so it's like a Zoom meeting, but it's people doing comedy. So you do like five minutes. So I had a, a show at Flappers scheduled for like it was in like May. I, I think I remember that. And uh, so obviously it got canceled. Yeah, you promoted that one, right? Um, was... I don't think I did. I think I promoted one from before, before that. But that one was coming up, but everything was uh, canceled. So I'm like, oh, okay, there's no show. And like a few days before, they're like, here's a link to your show. It's $7. Try and sell tickets. I'm like, what? It's a Zoom show. And they're trying to sell like yeah. $7 tickets to a Zoom show. I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing a Zoom show where you're just like, I'm telling my jokes to people in a Zoom meeting. 
and then yes. there's like a delay. It's just aw- I'm like, it's gonna be so awkward. I'm not doing that, so yeah. I just didn't do it. But it's like people are just trying anything to do comedy. It's like comedy's dead right now. Just give it time to come back so we can do it right. So that that's kind of like, well, first off, I think the idea of Zoom like helped a lot of businesses but performance wise as much as we want to believe that that was our solution it's like <laughs> think about latency right like the delay but like music for example like to do it's one thing to like do like oh facebook live show that you can go watch anytime but like if i do the zoom show like one thing goes wrong and like the entire like it gets messed up yeah and like to charge people like a pr- any sort of any even a dollar to have a crap experience and yes. listen to a live set through laptop speakers like come on yeah, we don't all have studios like this. You exactly, know? it's dude, it's ridiculous. And also, who is watching that? It, anyone who yeah, is we watching that needs to get killed. I hope they get corona. If you watched a Zoom <laughs> show, I hope you got corona because that's like, a waste of money. Well, because like we have Netflix, like we have one of the biggest like professionally. Dude, you produced. have gouging your eyes out. That's a better option, <laughs> dude. You have shooting yourself in the head. That's more enjoyable. Than watching a Zoom, paying to watch a Zoom comedy show. And, and not even like, no offense, but like not even like top level comedians. Yeah, no, just like me. Like, like <laughs> imagine like, like it's one thing you get to go there and like you're actually at a show, you know, in a better environment. You'll see some funny comedians. It's another thing. It's like, dude, imagine like paying to wa- to like go to a work meeting where people are like trying to crack jokes. <laughs> Like in, in a Zoom meeting. It's oh, like, no, I'm perfect. not doing that. It's just so ridiculous. Well, it's actually vibing. Like, you know, if... Even if someone's bombing, I, I want to be there. I want to feel the uncomfortable shit in the yes. air. You know? Yes. But, like, they're bombing on a screen, like, bye. Yeah, like, it's it's awful. Dude. What meeting. I, I did want to do, you know, I have my grandpa mask. Oh, God. Right? I have a super realistic uh How mask. much did you spend on that again? It was, I bought it in high school. It was, like, 600 bucks. Like, movie quality yeah. grandpa mask. You bought alcohol with that. Yeah. <laughs> I was tight. <laughs> I was sick. So, that's how realistic it is. I didn't need an ID to buy alcohol. Um... So I wanted to wear that and do like open mics or shows and then just say the most ridiculous stuff. Just because you're old. Yeah. Just like have people hate me. I thought that would be really fun. Just a bomb, but just like really lean into it. Maybe some racist stuff. I thought that would be funny. The old white racist guy. Yeah. yeah. I thought that would be hilarious to do. I didn't end up doing it. I still can probably. I might want to. I think, I mean, I guess you could do it like with the... With the act, with like Zoom stuff like that, or like your yeah, own show. That's exactly what but I like. Wanted imagine to do going it. to a venue like, yeah, I'm Logan Heroes. We need to see an ID. Like, oh yeah, no, <laughs> I, I we wouldn't be able to do it for a real show. It wouldn't. But for thing. for a Zoom show, that would be that would make it enjoyable for me. That would be the only reason. I would like, it's not even show. about the jokes. It's just like how far yeah, can I take this? Exactly. I wouldn't even do material. I would just be <laughs> rambling and stuff, which would be a lot of fun. Oh uh, my god, I love yeah, that. So uh, yeah, so comedy's dead and. <laughs> So, well, I think we should clarify, performing stand-up comedy right now is dead. Yes. Performing in general is yeah, kind of dead, Um, I think, on stage. Now, there's definitely yeah. different ways to do it. I think people are kind of finding new ways to expose themselves. Like, I mean, there's musicians, we get to release music, you know? Yeah. Uh, and this is actually something I wanted to ask you. So, like, like me, I'm about to release an album, right? Like, yeah, I'm looking I, forward to it, dude. Thank you. I I, when you posted that, I checked iTunes to see if it was on there, but I'm like, oh, it's not month, released July yet. 17th. Yeah. July 17th. Yeah. Hug. Dude, <laughs> I'm ready. I have all the, the singles, dude. Yeah. I jammed to those bad boys. Do you like them? I do. I appreciate it. And then, dude, the album better live up to expectations. Oh, my God. You're going to die. I'm very, I'm very proud of this. I'm excited, dude. Excited. Good job. I'm proud of you. I'm actually already had like a quarter way through the second album, and I got a third one planned. The next really? year. Really? Well, I'm releasing wow. my, I'm set it out to do three albums. It's my goal. 
Dang, all in by the end of next year? Uh, Probably within the next year. Dang, is, is that, did you really ramp it up because you can't do live stuff? So you're really focusing um, on? I th- you know, it actually, it was what, I started this at the beginning of 2020. Uh-huh. Uh, I just, kind of a weird hallucination story of how I started this but I started it and I was going at it and all of a sudden lockdown happened and I was like well I guess nothing changes because like I'm in the studio day and night literally I do everything myself you were quarantined either way yeah I was quarantined either way like I do everything myself so uh I think quarantine might have I think quarantine kind of actually slowed down that process um because I was it's funny I I, when this happened I used to always have FOMO you know fear of missing out being in the studio, like I'm always working, it's at it's on my property, like mm-hmm. I'm always doing stuff and I'm always alone. I don't like have people to work with. Uh, and I always used to feel like I'm missing out on what ha- what's happening in the world. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden quarantine hits and like I'm not missing out on anything. Like, yeah. I'm the head of the game. And I I, I almost didn't like it. Oh, really? <laughs> I, like it felt good. Like I felt more comfortable. But then after a while, I'm like, it was almost like this weird balance of I know there's things going on. So I'm comfortable here. Yeah. So like when you this You already feel ahead of everyone. Almost. So like when this like when this became what was going on only, it became like all of a sudden on a pedestal. Yeah. And I was like, there's nothing else I can do, you know. Okay. Like, yeah. So, so you're kinda like doing anything in here, you're already ahead of the game, considering yourself ahead of the game. You're like, Well, if I work in here for five minutes, I'm already doing more than some people. I mean, it wasn't even a comparing thing. It was like, I mean, definitely like I felt like I was like, all right, great. This is, you know, I'm very blessed. I'm very lucky to have the space. I can go after this. But like there was always the feeling of I'm doing this by choice, but I also have the choice. There's a lot going on in the world. Yeah. And I feel like I'm missing out on a lot of things, but like I'm making this choice. Mm -hmm. But now it's like, I mean, this is all I have to do. There's nothing else I can do. (laughs) So (laughs) it's kind of like, oh, the balance is not there. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, the the superhero needs a supervillain in a sense. Yeah, dude, that's me. I'm your supervillain. Yeah, you're you're everyone's supervillain. I'm I'm glad to hear it, dude. I'll live up to it. (laughs) I you have you. (laughs) Thanks, dude. (laughs) Anyway, so like I get to like we can release an album. Like I can I don't have to perform. I can write songs. I record songs. Release them. Comedians like you can't just like. Do you release albums? Mm, So with. Like, how like, does that work? I mean, some, if you're good, you, you need an audience, too. That's the thing. Well, yeah, that's that's everything for comedy. So, and it? that's also if, you, like, you have to be good and, like, far enough along to even do that. But um, we had, like, there was uh, Mark Norman released his special, but he, he recorded it pre-coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Um, he released it during quarantine, and it, you know, blew up. Uh, so many people watched it. But uh, he, like, self did everything he just released it on youtube and got a ton of views um but that's how he did it so he just re- it was the perfect time you know no one's really they have to they're at home they're yeah. watching you know either netflix or something and so his uh special took off he got a bunch of views so he really took advantage of it you see a lot of comedians now um doing like youtube stuff and uh really trying to get maybe like sketches or other forms of comedy not necessarily stand up because right now you you can't really do stand up. You can't. I mean, you could write, but you can't. Uh, like stand up, you need an audience. Y- even writing, you can't. Like you can't go up and work on it. At least for me, I can't go up. If I'm working on a joke, I'll write it down and then I'll go try it out that night and then I'll know if it's bad or not. Now, if I like write it down, I'm like, okay. Now what? I just sit here and I don't know if it's good or bad. I don't know what to work on because I need it's the audience. Reactive. to Yeah, exactly. And I'm not. I refuse to try it in a Zoom show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
but that's not um, how you determine good jokes. <laughs> so people are like just trying to find other ways to be creative. So I think a lot of it's YouTube videos, it's a sketches, it's podcasts, stuff like that. So speaking of like this this other outlet, like I'm glad you brought that up because that's what I'm I'm mainly curious about is, uh, I love I mean I don't know what the ratings of type of comedy there are, but I love sketch comedy. Like yeah. it's one of my favorite kinds. It's rarely done well, very rarely, but when it is, it's the funniest shit ever. I love yeah. sketch comedy. Um, so I guess, so a lot of people are doing that, but again, to do sketch comedy, you need a group of people, right? It's not as easy doing stand up. You need to like have at least one other person. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. You, you do. I mean, yeah. For sketch comedy, you, I mean, you're, you normally do need some other people to really get like good sketches out there. Um, if you can't do that, you could kind of do, I guess, almost like Vine, but like TikTok. Where they edit is, like two people talking. Yeah, but like those sort of videos, I refuse to do TikTok. But like, you see it on Instagram. It's like Instagram comedy where it's just one guy. You know what I yeah. mean? Just acting out. And if it's on Instagram, it gives you like a little leeway, I think, to be, it doesn't have to be as high quality. Yeah. It could just be you talking back and forth to yourself and people get the joke. And it's still a way to get comedy out there. So that's, I mean, it's so funny to me though, because in a time where we're in lockdown and we're supposed to be not a community, we're supposed to stay away from each other. Like comedy is forced into a place. Comedy, which was once you're by yourself, it's you and no one else on that stage, right? Is the one industry that went from you're by yourself to in order to be important, you need other comedians around you. Like podcasting, YouTube videos like that. It's the only industry that has turned, gone backwards on that with lockdown. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it definitely does. Um, There are some comedians who've been doing a good job of working, you know, doing stuff by themselves. Sure. But they'll, uh, a lot of just like, um, you could Zoom and stuff. Like, not obviously not stand up, but like the Zoom meet. A lot of, I've seen a lot of comedians do like podcasts and stuff, just collaborating with other comedians on their podcasts and they're all calling in. And just kind of networking that way. What are they talking about, though? Like, what's the... Just kind of whatever. It's, it never has to be a specific topic. Do you ever listen to, like, comedy podcasts? Uh, not really. I I mean, if I have time, I usually listen to, like... You know, for me, podcasting is, like, an educational thing. Yeah. Not that all podcasts should be educational. Um, you should always get something out of a podcast. Uh, but I've always wondered, because, like, I feel like comedians, like, most of those guys are, like, funny together. Yeah. So, like, they're just shooting the shit. Like, what are they getting Pretty at? much. Yeah, a, a lot of it's just it like people hang like some of us have different topics and stuff to talk about, but maybe they'll talk about like what's going on in the world and putting a funny spin on it, just or just talking about whatever. But so that's what, pretty much what comedy podcasts are. It doesn't have to have a specific topic. It's just funny people kind of riffing with each other. What's the draw to that though, for a comedian specifically? Because like like take you for example, right? So you yeah. were doing a or Morgan had the podcast with Jake. Yeah. And then he did a podcast by himself, yeah. and then he called you over, and you guys are start. I don't know if you guys are still doing that. Yeah, we're, we're. I actually just came came from recording with him. Right on. So you so you so, just started another podcast. So like, yeah. there's obviously like a draw for comedians, and every comedian that I follow that I know has some sort of show that they're hosting, uh, guest on, or producing. Yeah, it almost seems like now. I was very anti like starting a podcast. I feel like everyone has a podcast. Everyone has a podcast and everyone makes fun of each other for it. Yeah. With stand up, it feels like you almost have to now. And even though you kind of have to, I was still like, no, I'm not going to do a podcast. I just don't want it. I'd rather do like sketches or something like that. That seems funnier to me and more fun to do, Um, which I'm trying to work on with Hugo too. I'm trying to work on sketches. We could do stuff like that, which is, it's a lot harder than I thought it would be, but we're getting some ideas out there. But with the podcast, Right now, since we can't do stand-up, it just became like an outlet for me to 
kind of just work my comedy mind and that sounds so dumb. I hate no. myself for even saying that. No, you're but, don't uh, hate yourself. That's exactly it, it's, it, it, it is sounds, what it is. It sounds dumb. But it's just an outlet to try and be funny. You know? Yeah. That's that's all it is for me right now. I almost enjoy uh enjoy it a little bit more than stand up. Um, I love stand up sketches. It's, it's, well, no, even the the podcasting, like yeah. the comedians that like because one, especially the pros, right? Like you never know if they're telling a joke or if they're just a funny guy, right? Yeah, or a funny girl, whatever. <clears throat> um, but it almost feels like imagine like the joke they would tell in their set, right? Say it's a two minute joke, but instead of telling the joke in two minutes, they're gonna like laugh about it with a friend for ten minutes. Yeah, and eventually you get to that punchline, and it's so absurd, and you're so connected to the story. It's like imagine if stand up comedy was actually like that in depth. Yeah, and it is cool too because there are times where you see those like they'll have something like that. They'll talking about some really funny topic. Like they get some take, you know, talking yeah. back and forth with their friend, and then you'll see that same comedian turn it into a joke on stage. Oh yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, it's really cool. It's an, just another way to get jokes too, because you know it's just it riffing back and forth with someone. It's comedian jam sh- jam sessions. Exactly. That's yeah. That's pretty much. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah, that's and rad. it's uh, yeah, it's just more loose. You don't have to, you know, be so. That's why I think when comedians get canceled over podcast, it's like, you know, the, the whole Shane. Gill, I think we talked about. Oh this yeah, last yeah. Time too, the Shane Gillis thing, but it's like you're just kind of riffing on there. It's not a written joke. Well, it's kind of it's kind of crazy to see where like the fact that podcasts have that effect on careers because I feel like when podcasts became uh, more, I guess more popular, it was very much like this is the one place I can go on and say anything I want. Yeah, and because no one's paying me, no one's like I don't belong to any network. Like this is my space to say whatever I want. You don't have to listen to it, but I could literally you know say any vulgar, any fucked up shit. And it's not going to affect my life. And yeah. then all of a sudden it started affecting lives because podcasting became like who you are. Yeah. I almost like, I almost, I dude, every week I think I'm like, you know what? I'm going to quit the podcast. I'm going to shut it down. Why? Mostly because no one's listening. <laughs> <laughs> but like, oh, yeah, also dude. like there's so many other things I'm doing. And like, as much as I enjoy this, there's just as many times as I don't enjoy it. Right. Yeah. There's just so much that goes into it, especially being a one man operation. Like think to myself, there's so much at risk with things that are said on my show. There's mm-hmm. so much at risk things that I could say. I could be in a bad mood. I could be feeling differently one day. And like, if I want other things to be like what I'm recognized as, like this could this could yeah. go this could go so upside down. When like when I started it like a little over a year ago, it wasn't things weren't like that. Podcasts did, did not have that vibe. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's weird that it, like you could be canceled over now. I think I think people are starting to become more. Um, just looking for some. It's not like like me and you wouldn't be canceled right now. But no. if you like, we make it big or something. They could always go back. And someone doesn't like you, they could go back and look. I feel like that's when people get canceled yeah. on podcasts. It's when someone goes back and looks for something to cancel someone over. Yeah. And but it's not like because people say everything on podcasts, but it's, well, it's not until to be they. Like that. Uh, yeah. Exactly. And it's not until they get something or, you know, something happens where someone's like, okay, I don't like this guy. Let's, he said this dirt. one time. Yeah. Damn. What a risky thing, especially for comedians. I mean. Yeah, it is weird that comedians so get canceled over. Here's, this is actually a really important question. Um, based off what we're talking about <clears throat> right now with the whole idea of like, it has to be an outlet. It has to be like a free form. Like this is the place we go and say whatever we want, you know, listen if you want, listen or if you don't want to, you know, I, uh, yeah. it's funny. I was watching Family Guy. And uh, <clears throat> shout out to Family Guy, I love you. 
Shout out Family Guy. If, <laughs> if you guys haven't heard of Family Guy, but you have heard of this podcast, go you... watch Family Guy instead because <laughs> we're just two retarded guys. Oh my god, if, if you've heard of this podcast and not Family Guy, I, I feel like you're not living well. <laughs> you're really not living well and you you're, need to do something. <laughs> you're two listeners, dude. There's, two. Like, there's two guys who didn't know what Family Guy was. Oh my god. Uh, um, I forgot what I was getting at. <clears throat> anyway, uh, family it, guy. it made a joke about podcasts and it was like uh, Peter Griffin was going off about how... Uh, I'm going to, oh, they was like insulting his wife, like threatening her with like him becoming like he was a biker at one point, you know, riding cyclists, yeah. uh, cycles, whatever, bicycles. I forgot what a fucking bicycle is. <laughs> <laughs> you good? And, and then the next thing he says is like, I'm going to start a podcast and it's not going to have a topic and it's not going to, it's just going to be rambling and it's going to be way longer than anyone actually wants to listen to. <laughs> and like, I laughed, but I was also like, shit. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. And like, I walked away. I was like, you know what though? Like. Isn't that what a podcast is? Like, no, like, either yeah. either it's going to be huge and people are going to love it. Mm-hmm. But even if it is huge and people love it, no, like, people are going to hate it. But yours They're has so topics. polarizing. I try to. Like, it's, yeah. it's very much, like, centralized about creative and creativity and how it applies to all things in the world. <clears throat> Sorry about this freaking cough COVID. You got, dude, you got, yeah, I was going to say, you got corona. <laughs> if I get corona, I'll be upset. <laughs> I'm just slightly upset. Slightly upset. Yeah, not going to be that mad. Um... Anyway, it's such a pol- <laughs> it's such a polarizing thing, and like I feel like as a podcaster and as many people, like there we're either like diving so deep into structure and outlines and this and that, or we're being totally freeform, and they go on for so long. People are like, oh, I like podcasts that are thirty minutes. I was like, you ever tried to like sit down and actually dig into something for thirty minutes that's not totally planned out? It's not possible. Yeah, it's not possible. So when people tell me like, oh, I I only listen to podcasts that are thirty to forty five minutes, I'm like, yeah, I watch the Discovery Channel too. Yeah, like yeah, I, I I like History Channel. Like, I can't even think of any podcasts really that are that short. But I guess, yeah. I what do you? How long are podcasts do you normally listen to? Mine are like hour and a half. hours, like the standard. Yeah, you know? hour at least. And if if it's a and usually co- comedians, I mean, they go a long time. Yeah, those guys. I mean, it's always funny. But dude, Joe Rogan could go for like like four his, hours. His isn't a comedy podcast, but yeah, he could go for. I never listen to full Joe Rogan podcast though. Well, see, that's what I wonder. Like, I wonder how many people are actually listening to the whole thing in the enti- in its entirety. Yeah, I, I feel like a ton of people. I'll just listen to the clips, but I feel like he has a ton of people who listen to the whole thing. I mean, he must obviously. Yeah, it has to be right. Yeah, that's that's totally crazy to me. Anyway, so back to what I was getting at—the whole idea of doing a podcast and like wanting to feel free because you know you feel free with your comedy, wanting to express yourself, having an outlet, yeah, and not wanting to be you know stifled because you're afraid of someone not liking what you say especially mm-hmm. on a platform that was designed for that right yeah um so as a comedian that kind of feels like the last place you have right now to be who you are to be this like this figure you know whether yeah, you're famous to or not say whatever you want yeah, to say. be this figure so like musicians like to take the world the state of the world right now like without mm-hmm. getting deep into what's going on we all know what's going on um what <laughs> What's happening? With the state of the world, like, you know, music and art hold such uh, an important place. Mm-hmm. After every great tragedy, after great every great revolution, after every everything in history, there's always been like a renaissance of some sort, you know, of like great music has come out. Like think about class, like rock and roll. Like, yeah. That came about through like, you know, fighting the system and all those things, right? Um, so music has this role to play, has this 
place for musicians to be like, oh, we're going to write the great music that's going to inspire a generation. We're going to paint the paintings that, you know, uh, represent and tell the stories, you know, all this stuff. But as a comedian, and I think you and I have talked about this before, like comedians have such a such an important job that's not recognized very often, but the ability to take something that is so serious, that is so like intense on our hearts and make light of it with a joke. Yeah. Now you struggle because in 2020, you can't fucking joke about anything without getting like destroyed. Yeah. Uh, so you already struggle with that. Dave Chappelle did a really great job about that when he came back. Yeah. He's like, I left because of you, because <laughs> you guys couldn't handle a joke. Wait, oh, in this last, no, not that when short, he, not that 30 minute one. No, 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 when he okay. was gone for like however many years and he yeah, came back yeah. and he like immediately talked about like he was gone because of you guys, you guys basically can't take a joke. Yeah. So like you're stuck in this tight spot, right? And now you have podcasting, which it seems to be what everyone's gravitating towards. And now you feel like I have to watch what I say on this like supposedly free outlet because of you know, someone could just, you know, destroy my career, even if I'm not famous. So that makes me ask, like, I want to know in your opinion as a comedian that's trying to make a career out of it, what is your role in society right now as a comic? What do, what do you mean, sorry, uh, role? Like, it's like, what's was... your role with comedy? Like musicians, they, they you write music that inspires art. You know, we paint paintings that tell the stories of a moment, things like that. Like yeah. comedians, I've always viewed it as like they shed light on the serious situations to help us move through it. But because it's you're so it's such a delicate situation now, even on podcasts. Mm -hmm. Like, what is your role? Like, what do you feel you need to do? I feel like, uh, for the most part, it can be like a lot of people try to say, like, oh yeah, our role is like to we make people laugh at stuff. Like, it's laughter's the best medicine. Like, oh, we want to make you laugh. I live like the whole reason I became a comedian is because I want to see people smile. I want to help people who are going through. I want to create an escape. Yeah. for uh what's going on in the world and i think for the most part they're lying it's just i want to be i want to be dumb i want to make it, it's not that uh complex most people are just like i want to make you la like make you laugh not for you because i didn't want to get a real job <laughs> and because i just i like the attention that's pretty much what it is for the most part mic drop and i hate when people try to make it sound so deep like what they do i get like other people saying it like oh that's like like oh that's so like cool that you could do that like yeah it's like no no not really i just didn't want to I, I wanted to drink and hang out with my friends go out every night and say i wanted to be able to say this dumb stuff and it's more so um not it, it's almost like a game it's more so like i don't want to create like it's not like oh i want to create an escape from this some people it is like the real like artists I feel like um, who look at comedy as an art, which I kind of do, but not really. Um, no, I, I get what you like, mean. I get what you mean. They do like I want to create an escape from this, but for the serious topic. But a lot of I feel like most comedians, it's just like a puzzle and you want to win it. Like I want to make this messed up thing. I want to make you laugh at it. Yeah, I want to like see like it is funny. You know what I mean? It's more like an in-your-face sort of thing. Like, like prove to oh, you really? that you're I thought I thought this wasn't funny. Look, it, it is funny now, you dumb idiot. But, um, yeah, I feel like that's more what it is. Just making – um, it's harder to make you laugh at something that is so messed up. So other people will recognize it and say, whoa, that was really good that you were able to make them laugh 
at that messed up thing. Yeah. So like you saw, like Louis C.K. did a great job of it in his yeah. last special. Just all the different things he talked. Like he talked about his allegation. Do you have you? Do you I see haven't it? seen it yet. He had so many great jokes, but uh, another one. D- I mean, Dave Chappelle. You saw his the last forty six thing. Uh, well, not that. That wasn't a special, really. That was just uh, his uh, speech. That was a TED talk, but um, <laughs> his Dude, like they're actual... gonna be called Dave talks pretty soon here. That 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 man knows his platform. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, it, <laughs> and that's the thing. He earned the from being so great. He earned the like the right to do that. Like, okay, Dave, we'll let we'll you. We'll get into Dave Chappelle that. in a second. I yeah. Have, so, yeah, I have something to say about that. Um. But yeah, Dave Chappelle does a great job of making you laugh at these messed up things too. Yeah, and it's just, I, well, I he think used it's, to. He used. I, he still does. This last one, it wasn't. He it wasn't a comedy special. Yeah. He, I don't think he was trying to be funny. Well, even the last few specials he did, like they were funny. Like there was a few jokes that were like that. I was dying, right? Yeah. But at the same time, like Dave Chappelle also, you know, since he's come back, like he still makes sure we know that he's the best comic around. Yeah. We still make sure that we know he's the king. But at the same time, like he recognizes that we're all looking to him. So now he, it feels like he's totally like he'll make jokes about things he's serious about, but he'll remind us pretty quickly that it's not a joke, even though yeah, we're laughing. Yeah, about he it. does a very good job about not making it too. Then serious you have like too. Bill Burr, who like will take the same topic and make you shit your pants laughing. Yeah, but and you'll it, walk away feeling like, oh, I should have laughed. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and that's what makes it so good too. Yeah. Like you said, but I feel like most comedians aren't going into that with like I feel like Bill Burr. He's not like I want to make I want to give you a chance to escape from this messed up world we live in and all these messed up things happening i'm gonna give you an escape it's like no this is fucking funny yeah this fucked up thing it's actually funny yeah look at this so i feel like that's what most uh what goes through most comedians minds i like that you said that though i think that's uh, i mean and it's also like it's so easy to look at that like oh you're just a phony you just want attention i'm like look it's it's making people laugh um we've all made someone laugh at some point even if it's one time in our life and we know how that felt. Yeah. It, yeah, it feels Imagine good. Imagine having the skills and the platform and a microphone with the ability to, you know, harness that power. Yeah. If you want to do something, like, people have so many different jobs and careers they want to do. And it, they don't have to be like, oh, because I want to help the world. It could just be like, no, I want to enjoy my life. Yeah. And just, it, this job is fun. It's, it's yeah. not a job. And it could be as simple as that. What's well, the thing is like we put such a it's 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 not even about why we do it. It's about finding a reason that we can tell people that will validate it. You know, yeah. it's about saying I'm doing this because of this. And now you think I'm worthy of doing it. Right? Yeah. Like with my music, like I, I can sit here for days and I can tell you about all my songs, how meaningful them, what I hope for them. And yes, I believe in music. I do. I So like think like the role of musicians, right? My opinion to the musicians out there. As, just artists in general, any creative mm-hmm. person, comedians, whatever it is, whatever your art form is, like you don't have to be out there to save the world, but regardless of what's going on in the world, no matter how bad it is, there will always be sides to be on. Good and evil, right and wrong, there will always be that. Yeah. Art, music, that will always be above all of that. No matter what happens, it will always be more powerful and untouchable. And so my whole thing is I believe in music. And I think people think that's just like a grandiose idea, but it's not to me. Like when people say like, I'm a Christian and I believe in this, I'm, you know, Mm -hmm. this, and I believe in this, like, and they devote their entire lives to that religion. Like I'm telling you, that's what I mean. Like when I say I believe in music, I believe in music, no matter what goes on in the world, no matter what side I'm supposed to take of anything, like 
none of that, no side, no cause, nothing will ever be more important than the effect music has on human beings. Yeah. So like, that's what I mean when I say like, that's my role. And like people will ridicule me, but like they don't like I believe in music for the sole purpose of I believe in it. Yeah. But it's also how I speak. It's how I express myself. So, yeah, you know, it it doesn't have to be like this deep, incredible uh, political song about the times. It could literally be about wiping my own ass. But that's how I'm going to say it. And I believe in it. Yeah. And I I think music is more. It's definitely more of an art than comedy. Um, It's different. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely, you know, you could anyone could go. But, ramble and do comedy but there's also the side of music where it's like i'd love to be able to play the guitar and write songs about my feelings and impress chicks or you know yeah get people to love me and look at me as a rock star right because I, I like that feeling i'd like to go on stage and make people laugh because it makes me fucking feel good yeah you know and i feel like but like you said you're kind of expressing yourself with comedy like what you you're almost like it's how you communicate you said yeah but i think when you said there's like a right and a wrong side to things there's i feel like with comedy a lot of times you're not expressing your your your. A lot of times you're saying stuff you don't believe at all. But sometimes being on the wrong side and making it funny, you know, you're on the wrong side. Yeah. But that's what makes it funny. I feel like a lot of comedians today, they're just on the right side, and it's not it's not funny. Being on the right side isn't funny. Saying what everyone believes and knows is true isn't funny. It's like stroking everyone's, you know. Yeah, it gets people to, to clap for you and be like, oh yeah, that's a, that's a good point. But when you're on the wrong side and you make them laugh, that's, I Anthony feel like Anthony Yeah, exactly. That is the idea, that's the epitome of that. On, yeah, on the wrong side and making you laugh at it. Like yeah. something you know is wrong. It doesn't mean he's a bad guy and it doesn't mean he believes what he's saying, but it, he's trying to make you laugh, trying to see. What a hard freaking job though. What yeah. a hard beat, you know, especially, you know, with the world being in a, in just a very sensitive place and after lockdown people you know spending all the time with themselves and then someone to come on stage and just say like hey i know you're doing this at lockdown yeah and like roast them and like people's insecurities just like lash out it's almost like to be a good comic no one's gonna laugh at you yeah but they will at first it's like like the louis ck i don't know if you heard about this but he he got in he was recording some, or he wasn't recording. He was like dropped in. This was before he came back from comedy, really, or uh-huh. to comedy. But people were still upset about him being canceled. But he dropped in and did a spot, and someone recorded it, and they released it online. Uh, it was like forty-five minutes or something, and uh, they released it online. And his jokes weren't worked out fully yet, so it sounded a lot worse. It was still funny, yeah, but it w- it sounded a lot worse. And then he released his new special with a lot of the same stuff on it it's just so much better now because yeah. he had time to work on it but at like you said at the beginning it might not be that funny it might just sound messed up and yeah. people are like oh my god but give it time he's gonna louis ck is gonna find a way to make it funny well see that's such a pro level thing though right like yeah to to take a comic on his jokes when he's working them out is like it's like listening to a one of your favorite songs when like the artist was trying to figure out the melody Yes. Like you want exactly. to sit there and listen to him hum or figure out what the fuck he's trying to do? Yes. Like, no. You want exactly. to hear the final produced badass product and fall in love with it. Yeah. You know, so, but it's like it also takes a tremendous amount of skill. Like, it's, I mean, for comedians, I think it, it's such, I don't know what you guys have to do or the techniques and stuff, but for me, like, it's really easy to spot a good comic mm-hmm. based off of how they tell their jokes. Not that I could tell you any, like, um, actual uh, theory behind t- uh, jokes. Yeah. But you can always tell because it's like here's the the like the take the weight of the topic. If the if the weight's over here, it's like it's a pretty heavy topic. 
means you have to have this this much skill to balance it out to be able to make it funny. But the comics that take like the shit that no one will say, that no one even wants to think about goes on, and they're able to form that into a like into a way that draws you in, makes you understand what they're talking about, a few vulgar thing, and then drop a punchline that makes you laugh. I mean, that's like fucking yeah. finding the lost city of Atlantis right there. Yeah, those are the guys who you're like, that was impressive. Like yeah. That's one of those bits, like, well, that was good how he did that. that just, it just blows my mind. Yeah, and a lot of times it's so simple the way they do it. You're like, why didn't I think of that, you know? But it's they just find a way to make it look so easy. Well, it's funny is uh, I think right now it feels like so many comics are – I don't know if they're doing comedy or they're just like preaching how they feel, see yeah, the world. It is. But every once in a while I, I come across a comic that I listen. And I'm like, I think I agree with him. And then I go back and I listen to it a few times. I'm like, no, he's just like, I was like whether I agree with him or not, he's like, he's just really good at delivering that. Yeah. Like we forget that comics are the most highly trained people in delivering something and convincing you of something. Yeah. Good ones. Yeah. Good, well, good <laughs> ones. Let's, let's clarify good ones. Yeah. And it, it's such a, it's such an interesting time to see how, are comics going to become the preachers and like the, you know, talking about this and whatnot, or are they going to go to the next level and make fun of what's going on? Yeah. So it's really interesting to me. So for you as a up and coming comic, are you losing any, I wouldn't say respect, but are you losing your fandom for certain comics? Um, I mean, not really. I feel like I've, uh, like the the com- comedians I've liked are pretty much they're doing the same thing because they're like the good comedians are gonna stick to what they're doing, but you do just see a lot more comedians who are kind of doing that clapter thing where yeah. they're just they're up there for claps and not for laughs. It's like ah, eh, that's a uh, it feels like that's what comedy's becoming kind of. But I'm not you know I'm not saying ever, there's a lot of really funny people who are who just they do go along with the points you don't have to be anti everything you don't have to take that devil's advocate stance every time there's people who are do funny stuff that's not like that at all but it's a yeah i think a lot of it's too is just um like that's what people want or that's what people think that other people think that they should want you see what i'm saying yeah so like it's this validation of like here's what i'm doing yeah so like people who like comedy like oh i'm supposed to like this because he's well, the most obvious one is anti-trump or something mm-hmm. yeah they're like oh this is an anti-trump joke so this is good i'm supposed to like this good good joke yeah so they're like clapping. everyone claps yeah when actually it's like that, that wasn't funny though like there was not, not a natural I mean? joke to it yeah so i feel like that's where we are right now um it just with with comedy and how people are like at the shows and so it's and you can't and it works the opposite way too. We're like, oh, I'm not supposed to laugh at that. He made a racist joke or something. Yeah. I'm not supposed to, even if it's funny. Oh, I'm not supposed to laugh at that. But I'll, I mean, if it's funny, for the most part, people will laugh. That's the thing. If you're funny, people yeah. Will laugh. Well, I think the fear now is going to a comedy show is controversial in itself. Because what they're doing, the chances are the comic is going to make a controversial joke because that gets the most laughs if you do it correctly, as you said. Um, and there's going to be a wide variety of people in the audience, and they're all going to have different opinions. So, I mean, one, if, you're, it's, it's, if you can get people to laugh the majority, I, I get it. Like, it's, it's good. It's great. You know, sometimes you get them to get on your side with, the, you know, the clappers, whatever it is. But after such a long time not going to shows, after such a long time of not being social and kind of having this, like, angst, 
Like we're all angsty teenagers right now. I feel like when comedy shows open back up, it's going to be kind of dangerous because we're all going to go, we're going to sit down and a comic's going to take the floor and a comic's going to bring up all the shit that's gone on in the last year. And that's a lot of controversial shit. Yeah. And they're going to crack jokes and hopefully they're good enough to make them funny, you know, because there's a light side to everything. (laughs) That's just, that's the job. Um, But then people are not going to be able to be ready to receive it. And then some people are going to be way past ready to receive it. Yeah. And so during the show, like, I'm just like waiting for like people to beat the shit out of each other after (laughs) comedy shows for laughing at things. Yeah. I'm really, I was talking with uh, Hugo the other day and I'm like, I wonder what comedy is going to be like when it comes back, like actual shows. Like, are people going to be more sensitive or are they going to be like, oh, finally, like we could laugh at stuff again. Like I've been to a comedy show in a while. This is going to be funny. So I'm I'm curious how that's gonna turn out, but yeah, I don't know. It's, really interesting. It seems like people could be more sensitive, but I, I like I won't know until it happens. You know what I mean? So for you as a comic, with your principles as doing what you do, I have zero principles, dude. <laughs> I have zero principles. <laughs> Even better. So let's say what is it? Today's June seventeenth. Yeah. All right. Let's say happy July. birthday, Donald Trump, dude. <laughs> What? I think it's his birthday today. Is it really? I think so. I, I don't follow. I don't know anyone. I barely know what Donald Trump's birthday is. I, I just saw an ad uh, the other day. It was like, sign, sign Donald Trump's birthday card. I was like, sick, dude. That's a tight ad. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> signing it unless I know he's reading every single message. Yeah, he better read it if I sign dude, it. Dude, if I was the president and everyone signed my birthday card, I would spend the next year just reading yeah. him. <laughs> I would make an Instagram page of me just reading everyone's thing and tagging them. Dude, that is that is a sick move. That's though. leadership As president, right there. be like, yo, dude, it's my birthday coming up. You guys want to come to the party? <laughs> Yeah, did you guys give me a gift? I got, uh, here's a card. Just send me like five bucks. That's sick. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, so for you, say yeah. a month from now when my album is released, same day. Yes. Anyway. Oh. Uh, so, okay. So say you're doing a show. They open back up, mm-hmm. and you you decide. Okay, you you know you have a show coming up in a month. What's the material you're bringing to the stage? Um, dude, that's a, I forgot how to do comedy. Pretty much. So I'm like. There's some stuff I I want to work on, so like the stuff I was doing before, I'm probably gonna do that, but I'm gonna weave it in to like what's happening now, just like a little comment about it, just to like put it in the context of, um, like quarantine or whatever. So like I have a joke about playing Scrabble with my family, Ooh. and uh, don't worry, it gets racist in there. So <laughs> in case you're you're like Scrabble, that doesn't sound like you. Don't worry, I talk about <laughs> racist things. Um, but I'll just put it in the, like the beginning of the joke. I'll just put it in the context of like playing Scrabble with my family because I'm at home quarantined or something. But okay, cause I feel like you don't want to overly here. I'm breaking down comedy dude. Cause I'm a dumb idiot. Um, You're not, I mean, to be honest, like, yeah, you may not be on the fucking big stage. You may not be being paid a ton of money, but I've been to a tremendous amount of comedy shows and a tremendous amount of amateur comedy shows. Thanks to you. Uh, I've seen a lot of comics that have a lot of good content, but have no delivery. I've seen a lot of people that deliver really well, but they never actually tell jokes, you know, that are just like, you know, a circus act. The few times I've seen you, it's very clear that you've have jokes, you have delivery and this is thought through. Oh, thanks bud. I appreciate that. Uh, I I mean that it's like, uh, it's almost like comics. Do I know? I call you to come on my show. Right, dude, give me Nux right here. Nux, Nux. Um, it's almost like body dysmorphia, but with like comedy. I feel like a lot of comics have that. Oh yeah, for sure. Where I've they could that, yeah. be funny, and they're like, "I suck. I'm the worst comedian in the world." 
And uh, but yeah, it's like the same people who like like with bodybuilders. They're like um, f- they're like six percent body fat. They're like, look at this dude, look at all this I'm fat so I fat. have. Yeah, it, oh I feel God. like it's that uh, just self conscious. Like it's a similar, which is weird. I'm like into lifting and comedy. Yeah, you're. And very I'm just like I'm fat. No, I'm not funny. <laughs> But you're actually like totally <laughs> shredded and one of the funniest comics. Oh, thanks, bud. So, uh, what, what was I saying right now? So you're talking about like you know bringing the you know quarantine into jokes. Yeah. So just like weaving that in because I feel like you don't want to overly do it. We're just like you have all these hack uh, topics that are just, everyone's already talked about. They're expecting it. They're like, yeah, how come people wear masks but not condoms? Oh, like yeah, okay, we, we've all heard that joke before. God, I like I imagine the dude that would say that. <laughs> like I saw that guy. You saw all really thousands thin, of them? very white, big forehead, uh, kind of like light brown, uncombed hair, <laughs> yeah. kind of frail in a sense, and kind of like, huh, huh, huh. dude, you're gonna see that jo- if you just had a, a if vision. I ever do comedy again, if it comes back, you're gonna see that joke. You're oh, going to see sure. so many just, you know, just jokes like that, that everyone's saying. And so you don't want to do that, but you also can't just go up and be like, so, you know, donuts taste funny sometimes. It's like, what do you, you got to adre- kind of address it, right? Yeah. You got to at least say something. You yeah. can't just go up and go right into stuff. Because I feel like people are like, what about everything? You got to say something about what just happened. You got to uh, maybe one joke or just reference it. Well, I think I mean a lot of like a lot of my favorite comedy comes from like well thought out jokes, obviously with good punchlines that apply to like my situations with yes. relationships or with everyday thing, like you know, actually real situations. Yeah. It's not like oh, you go to the grocery store and you buy groceries, and it's funny how this happens. Like no, like they tell us her like I was in the grocery store and this guy was buying chicken at the counter. You know, like they talk about a very specific thing yeah. that happens at a normal routine place. So I imagine like a lot of the comedy, if it's going to be good, it has to be about something that you experience personally within the quarantine, but that we all like are aware that came from a quarantine situation. Yeah. And I feel like that's, that's kind of cool about quarantine. If you could find a unique perspective on yeah. a topic that everyone's going to be talking about, it's going to be so relatable because we're all quarantined right now. It's something that everyone, every single person in that room can relate to if you can find the right yeah. joke, the right perspective on it. So, um, well, comedy is such an example, like shedding the funny, shedding light and the funny side of what it, what our lives are. Yeah, right. So, exactly. Yeah, and this is something very serious that you could hopefully make funny. You know, there, and yeah. there's just there's been so many different things this year that you could, and it's all been piling up because the past three months, no one's been able to do comedy. So you have all this three months of just craziness that's just built up, and trying. You know, trying to find something that in there that you could make a joke about that's not that everyone else isn't making. That's going to be the hardest part: finding something that no one said yet. Because yeah, it's so oversaturated. It's so it's so easy. It's almost like the Donald Trump thing. Like the jokes were so obvious about him yeah. that it got so old so fast. And you have to be really good to find a unique perspective on a Donald Trump joke. Well, so like so now that's that kind of like makes me think about the future of comedy in the sense of like, all right, we come out of quarantine. Everyone wants to make quarantine jokes. You make a bad quarantine joke and no one actually laughs. And then you jump over to the side of like, you know, the, you know, the rioting and like things like that without getting into it. But like you jump over to a side that'll get people on your side. Yeah. Like say, oh, hey, blah, blah, blah. Kind of become preachy to make up for a bad joke about quarantine. Because I've noticed comedians do that a lot. Yeah. Bad comedians. Yes. They'll make a bad joke 
and like it won't be that funny and then they'll immediately switch over to something that everyone will agree on like like the anti-trump stuff like chances are p people just like getting mad at people like if you can find the uh, the common enemy and like bring that up as a comedian oh that last, last joke didn't happen yeah yeah get him back on your side but oh so we all hate trump i feel like that's what it's gonna be and i feel like the the obvious thing to do is to be on like as far as like the riots and everything are go be on their side of the protest the yeah. funny thing to do the like well like if you could find a way to make it funny on the opposite side and make you're gonna get shot but <laughs> well but if you make it funny and you could make that the other side laugh like the the protest side yeah if you can make them laugh at something from the other perspective or just not it doesn't have to be like the other perspective but make them laugh at something that isn't just saying what we already know is that that was like what happened was messed up yeah and it's, it's not finding right or wrong but rather like hey did you notice this yeah exactly yeah something bum, bum, unique bum. about it yeah yeah like protesting jokes like i can see that like quarantine jokes come from like oh we're things we did in quarantine protesting like there'll be jokes about like something funny that happened during a protest yeah like i imagine that but see like comedy is so delicate because you have to be a good comic you have to know what it means to write a joke you have to know how to get to a punchline the delivery in order for those delicate subjects to work because if they do they're great yeah that's that's good comedy um you don't i mean you're gonna get beat up in the alley yeah exactly <laughs> and that's what i that, and that's what i have to do that's what's nice being in just an open mic comedian you could go to an open mic and you know eight people hear you yeah and you're like okay that's uh not funny i'm not gonna do that one again so are or you I'm worried find a better perspective about are you worried about like just you know, totally becoming someone people hate. Um, not it's really very easy these days. Yeah, not really. I'm kind of over it. Uh, <laughs> like, especially cause I've been, uh, this, I mean, doesn't have to do much with comedy, but I'm working like other ways to make money, like on my own outside mm -hmm. of comedy, comedy, because I want to be able to do comedy because I like it and not because I have to do it to make money. Mm. So I just want to be able to go up there and say whatever I want. And even if I do get canceled, I'm like, okay, I don't make money from this. Um, yeah. Or, or, even if I do eventually start to make money from it, I don't make most of my money from this. I make my money doing this. So cancel me. I don't care. What are you going to do? So are the other outlets uh, money-wise that's just like totally opposite of comedy or like the yeah, other Yeah, nothing to do with comedy. Okay. So all your ventures sure. in your comedy is purely you want to keep it just hobby uh, Well, no, I, I would like to. I just don't want it to be my only outlet. Yeah. To, which I think is, um, uh, I, I mean, you do kind of want to jump fully into it. If it's something you want to do, you want, oh, yeah, I want to be a comedian. That's yeah. all I want to do. But at the same time, you could easily say something that messes you up and you get canceled or something. And then what? You're you're screwed. You can't make any money doing comedy. Yeah. So I'm like, I want to have a backup plan. Maybe not like – and something like where I could make my own money and I could – no one could cancel me. So that's yeah. – I feel like that has made me feel safer about the whole – Well, comedy especially. Comedy yeah. especially. I mean, because I mean, I'm a musician. I'm 100% in doing what I'm doing, right? Yeah. But like, I don't have to worry about saying something. I mean, I do. Everyone does. But like, I'm, my job isn't to go up there and try to see how far I can push it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like musicians don't get canceled unless it's like a sexual harassment or something, yeah. or they straight up say something like yeah. racist. And it's not even like a joke. It's like their actual thoughts. They're yeah. like, yeah, Chinese like, guys shouldn't. You, you be... just keep playing your little instruments and you shut your mouth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. You could kind of say whatever you want. And even in, uh, no, yeah, that's all I was going to say. You could kind of do whatever and not get canceled. Cause you don't, you're not worrying about, trying to say something and make it sound funny they could easily come off as racist you're saying you're you yeah know, you're singing your songs you're singing your, your songs tunes. entertaining yeah, yeah.
Exactly. It's when you get on Twitter and start to go on Twitter rants. That's when the musicians start to get canceled. I don't even go on Twitter. I have like two or three Twitter accounts just from like deciding, (laughs) oh, I'm going to make a Twitter account and then forgetting about it the next hour. Um, I I think I have like three tweets or something. Yeah. I just, it's too much, too much social media, man. I I literally uh, deleted the app Instagram off my phone for a week. Um, and it was the most therapeutic thing ever. I didn't delete my Instagram, but just the app. I took it off and not having access to it, dude. Yeah, I've I done that like before. Fucking Buddha. <laughs> I used to do that. I would like delete the app during the week, and then on the weekend I would download it and just like catch up on stuff. Yeah. Um, it's crazy how much then, we think we need to be posting and be on it. Yeah, you really don't. And it's very cliche, like oversaturated topic. I get it. Everyone's talked about the idea of you know Instagram, social media, and this and that. But I was going through some old footage today, and uh, Alec Finn. He's a music producer I've had on here before twice. Uh, he, uh, I, I had a little clip of him talking about how like we post out of fear. It's a completely fear based because we're so afraid of getting lost in someone else's algorithm and we forget to actually do what we're supposed to be doing. <laughs> like yeah. we forget to actually record our album. We forget to actually write our song, yeah. do our set, you know, this and that. Yeah. And that's what I kind of worry about. Like comedians doing this Instagram thing and like, it's funny and I appreciate it. I like the entertainment, but like, will they forget that they still have to go be comics? Dude, it's, there's a comedian I talked, he was at, uh, I think you were at the show actually. This dude, I, I'll tell you about him after, but uh, <laughs> he, um, we, we were talking one day, I said, so we did the show together and he was not funny, uh, really bad. And then one day I saw him at Flappers, I was doing like a open mic or something. And I was, I'm like, oh, you're going to do the mic? He's like, oh, no, I'm just kind of just hanging out. You know, I'm going to go over to the uh, – he was going to go over to, like, the comedy store or something after, maybe the improv. He's like, I'm just going to network, you know, and uh, kind of get to know some people and try and get on some shows, which is no, – you do have to network. Um, but then he went on this whole rant about how he didn't want – he's not worried about being funny as much as he is networking. He's like, do you see all these people on Netflix? He's like, they're not all funny, but they have specials because they network. He's like, so I'm not really worried about, you know, being funny. Is I'd rather just network and get shows and stuff and get spots. Jesus. I was like, so that's exactly what you're saying. Like with social, and he's always on social media. He's always doing something. He's so great at doing that, but he's terrible at comedy. Not an artist, yeah. Yeah, so it's like I'd much rather be the opposite. I'd much rather, much rather be funny and not get booked than have all these spots and just be bombing all the time and yeah. be terrible. It's like, what, what? I don't get what goes through people's mind like that, but it is in, I feel like it is a very LA thing. It's very it's, entertainment. Yeah. Very entertainment. It's like you have the people that get lost in the, get lost in the shadows who are like so incredibly good at what they do. And then you have the people that suck that are just like able to, you know, I don't even, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even call it networking. I think I'd call it, uh, prostitution yeah. <laughs> but it's like because it, it's like it's like how much you're willing to sell yourself in every moment and people are like oh that's what it's all about i'm like you know what if that would it what's if that's what it's all about then why the hell would i bother like playing 21 years of guitar you know practicing writing all yeah. these songs why would i play these shows and have people love it why would i go to your comedy shows and enjoy it? like that's not all that matters yeah and you'll notice the people that are hugely successful you should go read about when they were successful and what they did before. Yeah. How long it took. But once they got there, they were able to hold it there because they're good at what they do. Yeah. Right. You can like, I've been on Netflix. You know, I, I used to love going on Netflix and looking at comedy specials. Now I can't 
because I have to go through like 300 <laughs> specials and watch the first like one minute of them until yeah, I find until good. I go back to one I've already watched. Yeah, because like I want to freaking laugh and these aren't funny. Like, yeah, it's just it's it's pathetic. It's pathetic. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I think that kind of shows too how less of an art comedy is <laughs> because imagine some guy just not knowing how to play the guitar. He's like, yeah, I'm just gonna go hang out with some dudes and uh, see if they'll pick up my album or something to put it I out. Like, oh, like do you uh, do you play an instrument? Not really. No, maybe <laughs> I could just talk my way into it. Like, are you kidding me? But you could do that with comedy. You could be like, yeah. Uh, do you tell jokes? Nah, not really. I'm just gonna see if they give me a spot here. Like, are you insane? What are you doing? And and comedy is such a weird thing. Like, it's weird how many people go into comedy to like make it big and aren't worried about being funny. It's like, why don't you go into acting or something? Yeah, you what, know an what I mean? Odd thing. Yeah. What? Why do you think you're gonna make it in comedy? It's just it's so weird to me that uh, people try and use that as like a big break thing. It's like it's not glamorous. There's very it's actually few, quite the opposite. Yeah, there's there's very few comics who actually make it. Like most people are just like most funny people I know aren't worried about being the next Kevin Hart or something. Yeah, they're just like, dude, I just want to be a working comic. I want to be able to you know make a living off of it and just be funny. I just want to be funny. That's what most good comedians I know say. And yeah. then there's the people who are like, yeah, dude, I'm gonna be Kevin Hart. And uh, I'm not funny, and I have been doing this for six months, but um, in a year I'm going to have a Netflix special. It's like, what do you, what kind of delusional people get into comedy? It's so strange. Well, it's, I mean, that's, it's really unfortunate that they try to use a platform that requires a tremendous amount of skill to get the validation they need because they can't give it to themselves or get it anywhere else because they're pathetic people. Yeah. Yes, I know I'm supposed to be very compassionate and this and that. And <laughs> I like to think that I am, but I also take entertainment very, very seriously. Very seriously, as you know. Yeah, yeah, you I'm do. Very cutthroat. I uh, I don't have many people in my studio, dude. You would, you would hate comedy. Like, just I'm not funny. If you, well, no, but I mean, <laughs> if you, if if how you are to music, if that was comedy to you, and you saw the people, oh yeah, the, it, you would be outraged. Would, I mean, I've dealt with it to a certain extent. Like, I've gone to shows where I'm like, how the fuck did you think you should go get on stage and play yeah. right now? Like and it's and not, then people think they were good too. Like a lot people of times. clap and I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Like imagine I, if I was just like, all all of a sudden, like I get the, like people wanting to try comedy. Imagine you've seen me try to do anything musical. Imagine if I was just like, yeah, dude, I think I'm gonna play the guitar. I'm gonna start playing. I'm gonna think I'm gonna make it. Like you've see, been playing your whole life. Though. Here's the difference though. If you picked up the guitar and you said, you know what, I'm gonna practice and I'm gonna learn the guitar and see what I can do. No. That's a different story, right? If you commit no, the time. No, just like I see you doing that. I'm like, I think I could do that. But like I see people like go play shows and I'm like, dude, you picked up the guitar, learned three chords, didn't practice your vocals at all. You wrote shitty lyrics. The song's not good. You know the song's not good. But yeah. you're over here when you're like fucking denim, you know, like these like, uh, what do they call corduroy pants yeah. and like, you know, denim jacket and like your hat and like putting on this whole He's image and look, you fucking yeah. suck. Yeah, and like that's that pisses me off. That gets me like, oh was, yeah, people are like, oh, but image matters. And I'm like, I'm sorry, nothing matters until you can actually perform. Like entertainment is a is rule number yeah. one. It's, yeah, exactly. Same with stand up. People are so worried. I think that's the social media thing too. Like you were talking about, people are so worried about the look, the networking, the my TikTok of like you know this funny situation. Yeah, I need this many posts a day, and they're not worried about oh wait, I should be funny. I too. should be funny. But that's uh, that's like that's like seventh on the list of things yeah that they're worried about but yeah just so insane and then people want to give it's it's like the only thing where people who have never done comedy before 
or anything. You, I'll, people say this so much. I don't know why I'm saying it, but whatever. I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> They're like, they'll give you notes on it. They'll be like, oh, dude, you know what you should do? You should uh, talk about this. Or like, oh, yeah, you know what? I think I, I, just think I, I could do that. I, I'm pretty good at comedy. But you, you don't get that with music or anything, which is because it is harder. But like, imagine like you get it from other musicians sometimes. Who no, no, but people who have never done it. Dude, imagine someone who's never picked up a guitar. Just comes like, up hey, to dude, me. Do you know what you should do with that song? You should uh, actually do this, and like they won't. They don't even give you. They don't even know how notes work. They're like, Ed, you should just strum like. Doo, 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 doo. <laughs> what are you talking about? Or they're like, yeah, yeah dude, you know, what? I should. I'm gonna give that a try. I'm yeah. gonna. You think I could get a? I could get a spot next week. Could I open up for you? You're like, what? Have you played the guitar? No. I think I'm good though. I think I could do it. You made it look easy enough. I don't know. It's just getting me upset. Now I'm just getting upset about how. No, I understand because I, I th- I've experienced that not nowhere near as much as you have. I've experienced that a handful of times. Uh, quite literally that situation. People that have no place to be talking and saying the, all the wrong things. <laughs> I like to try to amount it to like maybe they just don't know how to communicate what they're trying to say. But at the same time, like I'm not someone that like I stand by what I do. Yeah. And like, even if no one likes it, I'm still gonna do it. Yeah. It's what I'm doing. I'm the one. And like, if I ever get pushed to a point, I literally like, I'll take off my guitar off my like back or like I'll point to a guitar. I'm like, you know what? By all means, go ahead, <laughs> go for it. If you can do what I can do, we can talk. Yeah. I was like, no matter what you say, no matter what knows, shut your mouth. Yeah. Like it's, it's, there's a difference between criticism and like people like, what are you doing? Yeah. I think the scary thing about comedy too, is that that person who's like, yeah, I could do that. They could go on stage one time. It's their very first time. Just crush. They can oh, just yeah. do a great job their well, very first time. And then you're like, such Dang. a wide, <laughs> wide spectrum of what is funny. Yeah. Like, what, there's, I know there's names for it. I don't know all the technical terms, but like, there's types of comics that don't actually tell jokes. They just go on. Like, you remember Mitch Hedberg? Hedberg or whatever? Hedberg? Yeah. Like, he didn't, he told like one second jokes. Yeah, you, you do one liners. And like, yeah, his whole set one was one liners. Yeah. But he was also like, had an image. He had a vibe. Like, I've seen people go on there and they're just kind of like, you know, like like a, a big fat dude. Oh, what's that guy that the DJ at uh, the comedy store? Uh, DJ Khaled, dude. <laughs> you know, he's like a, I think he's a Greek guy or something like that. Oh yeah, I he, forget his name. So I've yeah, seen him like three times about. now. Yeah. He always closes the set. You know, he's really you know he's really cute. You funny guy. He's, he's, he's really a cute guy. Cute. <laughs> he's a really cool guy. Really funny, cool he's guy. He's cute. I like him. But like each set, he's come on stage and like he's got you know his tank top or like his short shirt. He's got hairy arms, like the yeah. the, the gold chain, like tell specific jokes. Like he's got this kind of like showdown. Yeah. Like, can you actually tell jokes, or are you just like putting on a show, making fun of this thing yeah. to a small group of people that think it's funny for five minutes? Yeah. That guy was he, that guy did have some good jokes. Yeah. No, he had some he, good jokes. Like the, there's very much like that thing. Like step outside of that, can you tell jokes? Yeah. And then there's people that just go on and are so effing weird. Yeah. You're just like, I guess I'm laughing because this person's just like, are they bombing? Or yeah, are they is just this a like bit? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Some people you don't know, like if it's a bit like, oh, if this is a bit, this is hilarious. So like, yeah, it's, it's then, totally a wider spectrum. Like someone could be a dick and go on and just totally crush it. Yeah. That's the th- that's uh, one of the funniest things is like when someone goes on and you're laughing, you're like, this is hilarious. This is such a funny bit like character or whatever it's yeah. just so ridiculous and they're like oh no this is just a crazy person yeah it's just this totally just, nuts dude because they'll be like saying these outlandish takes on stuff <laughs> that's going on i'm like oh dude this guy's just gonna take the complete opposite side he's gonna win us over that's hilarious he's just going in i'm like oh no he really believes this he's, he's just, just a psycho. crazy person yeah <laughs> 
which is even funnier, which makes the joke even, not even joke, makes the rant even funnier. But it's such a hard thing to do because, like, that's funny, but it's also like, I put so much work into my set. Oh, yeah. You know? it, it's it's funny. That's open mic funny. It would not be too good at a show. But, like, that's what you look forward to seeing at open mics is just crazy people. That's the only <laughs> I'm gonna time. I'm start coming to them. Dude, it's insane. You do not want to go. I do want to <laughs> go. You do not want to go. Because I have such a loud laugh. And I'm always like, if you you've seen you've heard me at your shows. I'm yeah. always the one asshole oh, just yeah, I always hear, laughing. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like I would enjoy that very much. Dude, you have a great laugh. I, I love do your laugh. I I I've been complimented by comedians on my laugh. Oh, really? like during the set? No. Oh, okay. one time during a set. Yeah. One time it was at the Canyon Club. I couldn't oh, help it, man. I got a loud, high pitched, weird laugh. Yeah, I kind of have a weird laugh too. Yeah, you do. You do not expect it from you. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's I I'll start to laugh, but then when I really start like laughing, you're like hard, a little school. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just gets super high high pitched. So regarding like it's hard to tell in a five minute set. Like yeah, you can tell someone's terrible. Um, but like a fifteen minute set compared to a five minute set will weed out bad comics pretty quickly. Yeah, I f- yeah I think so. Have you done you a could... fifteen minute set? Yes, I have. How'd that go? It's uh. When... Well, like now I oh, I don't know if I do now, but I had like a tight 15 before quarantine. I'm like, okay, I got my I was like happy. I'm like I have 15 minutes to do now. I have like a tight 15 and I could use it. It's everything's been working on. It. It's I think it's a pretty for for what I have. It's yeah. like for my standard of what where my joke should be. Yeah. It's I felt like it was equal to my 5 minute set. So like 5 minutes 15, it's all the same standard. I'm not saying it was like a great 15 minute set. But you could you couldn't really tell the difference between my 15. five and my fifteen. Yeah. Um, now I probably I don't know I don't remember any of my jokes, dude. So, <laughs> do you think there's going to be more opportunities for longer sets then in um, the future? I hope so. I I really hope so. I think um, f- I not right away. I want to work my way back into yeah. it because I can't even do a five minute set right now. It's gonna be. Uh, I don't remember like any. I'm that's why I'm so glad I recorded all my stuff. Yeah. Because I'm gonna have to listen to that so much before I go back out and start to listen to uh, start to like do comedy. Because I, I'm like I was trying to go over it the other day in my head. I'm like, how does that joke go? I don't know. I was like just trying yeah. to say it. But uh, yeah, just remembering it is gonna be such a pain. And I like I had a, I had a. It's tough out here. You get like mostly five minute sets, maybe ten to a little over ten if you're lucky. Um. 15 minute sets you could do it there's a place called fourth wall you could just do you could work them it's not like a show you're just doing open mics but yeah. 15 minute open mic is great because you you can't get that time yeah but then you're ready to do those longer sets uh like so if you once can, you get like 12 i've done like some 15s but mostly i've only done a couple 15 a couple times not at that open mic yeah so i've done 15 a bunch of times there but outside of there not much so if you if you have a solid thirty minutes, can you like go do a sh- can you book a thirty minute set if you can sell tickets? Um, you'd have to be on like your own show. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's hard. Yeah, because for musicians, like we get to like you know obviously ours ours are song based, right? So mm-hmm. like thirty minutes could you know what is that like five six songs with talking in between, you know? Yeah. Um, but like that's like the standard. Like that's so mm-hmm. easy to get. Not easy, but it's to, it's to, easy. Do, to be able to do thirty minutes somewhere. Yeah, thirty minutes. So it's like I wonder, like, if you had like a tight thirty minutes, like that's a show for a comedian. Like that's like that's that, a like. So I know some the people who I know who have been able to do like 25, 30 minutes 
are people who have uh, featured somewhere. So I think um, in in Vegas, it's easier to get those longer spots. So like a lot of that's where I started comedy pretty much. Well, I did it a few months out here before, but I considered myself starting in Vegas. Um, but I have some buddies out there who do that time. Like they'll do twenty minutes, thirty minutes um, more because you it's just available out there. And then you'll have people who will um, a, a comic will take you, like a headliner will take you on the road with them. Yeah, and they'll have okay. you open and do like twenty five. That's when you really get that time right. twenty five thirty minutes. So right now I'm trying to just get back to doing five minutes, dude. Um, before we go, I want to know. Uh, this is such a random personal question. Your podcast with uh, Morgan. Yes. What is it about? Whatever. L- like, what did we talk about today? We talked about uh, the Crystalia thing. Um, He's not funny. Who Crystalia? Yeah. Did you hear about what happened? No, the but scandal? I just want to go on. Like, I'm happy to say this. He can come fucking fight me. I'll beat the <laughs> shit out of him. I don't care. He's not funny. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not the biggest Crystalia <laughs> fan. Either. I've, I've, I've become very upset with comedy. Really? Like it's got to be funny. Yeah. Like it's... if I'm not laughing, like get off the fuck. <laughs> I've become very frustrated. So go ahead. Yeah. No. no yeah. He just had like uh, a lot of um, allegations come out today. He was like trending on Twitter. I can see that in his eyes. And <laughs> yeah, he's uh, yeah, and he's not my favorite. I don't want to talk shit on him because I'm scared. Why? I don't know. I don't want to talk shit about people. What if I don't know why he would ever see it? He would never. He would never hear it. What if he heard this for some reason? He's like, dude, dude I'm gonna take it out on this guy. Man, who's? I mean, shit. If you're listening to my show right now and you have my number, because chances are, if you're listening to my show, you probably have my number. <laughs> just, just text me and tell me that you're listening. I want to know how many people are actually listening. To is this, this live, dude? Yeah, this is live. This is live. <laughs> you're no, this no is not text. live. I couldn't do anything live with you. It's too dangerous. Sure. I, I've, I've been good. I don't say anything. Good. Uh, inappropriate besides before we got on like, yeah that was a different yeah. story yeah so you and morgan yeah we oh yeah we just uh we were talking about the delia thing today we've talked about just kind of whatever we just kind of ramble for an hour which is uh like i said just like a creative outlet for us so um, you're not doing it for any specific reason no not sponsors really. or anything like that no we're just kind of getting it going right now seeing where it takes us but it's that uh, we just needed a way to do some sort of because morgan's been pretty aggressive with his like his putting content out there yeah i think he's yeah he's more aggressive with his uh his podcast on his own yeah and then we got ours that we're kind of starting to we're starting to get there we're churning them out yeah so uh we're getting in the groove kind of we're still in that early stage where we're like okay we're kind of kind of get what it's about now but yeah just you know you need to start is the Mark Wahlberg Chevrolet fan page <laughs> podcast? <laughs> yeah, dude, I picked a bad time for to to be all on board with Mark Wahlberg. Why? It was like a week later. They're like, uh, it was trending on Twitter. All of a sudden, they're like, "Did you see that Mark Wahlberg's uh, uh Wikipedia page has a whole hate crime section?" And people are like getting mad at him for his hate crimes. I'm like, I thought we all just knew about this and we're okay with it now i don't know but, i don't uh, know that. i don't i don't follow much so. yeah he had a had a couple hate crimes dude but that was back when they were acceptable <laughs> uh but yeah i had like all my i had my mark wall like if you go on my instagram right now there's like one post of me from school uh or from me f- pretending to graduate uh from stanford that was great, by the way. And then there's like five posts before that that are just me and Walt Mark Wahlberg <laughs> photoshopped together. I'm like, Mark's the best. And like a week later, they're like, do you know he hate crime Asian guy? I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> chose the wrong person to <laughs> fuck with. time, dude. I'm just sitting there in my Walt Mark Wahlberg hat like, God damn it, dude. 
terrible timing. Uh, that yeah, was, but, that's pretty great. But I think uh, I think it blew over. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're good now. Well, I um, I to any comics listening, I want you all to know that I am incredibly fascinated with your. I feel for you. I feel for all of us entertainers. I feel especially for you because you know that's it's pretty. You're stuck in a corner. Um, but I'm very fascinated with all the outlets you guys are choosing. I'm very fascinated with uh, what you guys are producing. I'm very upset and disappointed with how unfunny a lot of you are. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's just the truth. But I, I'm very excited to see maybe not as an industry, but where as a style, what what happens to comedy after yeah. all this. Yeah, I am too. I think it's going to be uh, – I'm very anxious to get back out there and yeah. see. Uh, but not – that anxious at the same time <laughs> i'm like god i'm gonna do comedy dude so bad but i'm like but i gotta drive like a half hour <laughs> i don't want to do, <laughs> do that yeah but but there's traffic dude that was like if traffic wasn't an issue i would want to be doing comedy dude, so if bad traffic right now. wasn't an issue i would be at a show every single night yeah dude traffic sucks out here i'm not gonna get into doing i'm not gonna become a hack doing la traffic bits though yeah but just as a that is a big factor in me not wanting to do things right now. Oh, for sure. I'd much much rather be quarantined than having to sit in traffic. Yeah. Especially with people forgetting how to drive after three months. Yeah, dude. Oh, I wonder Yeah, I wonder how that's going to go. I've been like... My, my my brother had to drive the other day for the first time in forever. Grayson, he waited until he was 18 to get his license for that one. And he like... He, so he'd been driving for like a few months before quarantine... And then so he and then once quarantine happened, he just didn't leave until like last week. My mom's like, "Hey, do you have to like go in, like you have to go anywhere?" He's like, "Nah, I'm good, just chilling here." Like, no, as an 18 year old, wouldn't you normally be like, "Yeah, dude, I want to hang out with my friends, yeah, I want to go do something." He's like, "Nah, I'm good. I don't want to leave ever." <laughs> I wouldn't want to leave your house either. Yeah, dude, he just stays at home all day. It's pretty sick, dude. Should have quarantined over there. Guy. You should hit yeah. the gym. It's it's kind of like the the gym at my parents' house is kind of like uh, the studio here, where yeah, it's, it's like full size. Yeah, it's and it gives you like it's all you're gonna do. If you have a studio, you're gonna be in the studio all day. If yeah. you have a gym, you're gonna be in the the gym all day. Yeah. So that's become my studio. Yeah. But, Get jacked. Uh, hell yeah, dude. That's all I that's all I care about now. Dude. I'm just gonna quit comedy and just be jacked <laughs> for a living. Not be a bodybuilder, just a jacked guy. <laughs> just go just go to places and be that guy. Yeah, no source of income. I'm hoping someone will just pay me for being jacked. I'm not going to try and be a model, like a fitness model. I'm not going to try and bodybuild. I just want to be jacked. You will aspire to nothing. I'm going to be aspired to be the biggest guy, and hopefully someone pays me for it. <laughs> uh, well, I'm sure you'll get there. Dude, I, I'm there now. Well, before we go, do you have any uh, advice for your fellow comics? Uh, Quit. Let's all just quit. <laughs> That's all. Boycott comedy. That's all just, dude. It's not that bad. Like, the world. We haven't been doing it for three months. The world hasn't ended. We could just stop. We could all just stop, and the world would be fine. Dude, leave it to TikTok. That's what I say. Dude, just leave comedy to the TikTok people, and we all quit. I do not approve any of that. Okay, sorry. <laughs> but you could say it. I just don't approve yeah. of it. Well, that's hopefully next time we do a podcast, you'll be on stage. Well, after hopefully stage. we'll do it on be, stage. Be very, very difficult <laughs> the podcast on stage. It's like you tell your jokes while we talk. Hell yeah, let's do it. All right, man. All right, thank you so much, Logan. Thank you. Peace. Love you.